Find out the colors of you. I see them too, and boy, I like them. I like them. I like them. We way too fly to partake in all this hate. We out here vibing. We vibing. We vibing. Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Reimagined Radio. Real talk, real life, real magic. Welcome to Love, Life, and Law of Attraction, the show that is all about helping you find the love you want in your life and loving the life you have right now. World-class experts, thought-provoking topics, and conversations and tools that are going to help you live the life you really want starting today. So pour yourself a cup of tea, have a seat, and get ready to join Love, Life, and Law of Attraction. Hello, today. I am excited about today's episode because we are right at the end of the month, but this is National Anti-Bullying Month. I think that's what they're calling it. And this is such a huge and important topic every month of the year. So I think this is something that we should all be talking about today. And you know, every day in in a variety of settings, which I want to talk in this interview. It's not just kids, but I have, I think, the leading expert on this topic with us today. Her name is Lisa Cavallaro. She is from Bully Spin, and she is a genius when it comes to sort of unraveling and unpeeling bullying and what it is and how to deal with it. And it's going to be a great conversation. So Lisa, welcome. Thank you for coming today. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for having me here. I'm really excited for this conversation. Thanks. So tell us a little bit about you, your background, um, you know, your short bio, what brought you to this work, especially what is it about bullying that inspires you? Uh, well, just the, the brief background that you had asked for, I'm a trained marriage and family therapist. And so for a few years, I worked in schools uh, with kids and also with their parents. Um, after I moved on from being a, a therapist and went into coaching and specifically, I mean, I coached a, a lot of adults, um, but I also coached a lot of kids. And I noticed that this topic of bullying was coming up, whether it was with kids uh, referring to what was happening throughout their day and a lot of times at school or with uh, adults oftentimes in the in the workplace or in their personal lives I found that the topic was coming up a lot and last year uh, this one instance with uh, a young 11 year old girl uh, is was what I consider the catalyst uh, to get me to start uh, Bully Spin. I, I worked with this young girl, and um, it took short, 
a little ways into our conversation, like I knew what was happening with her, but I wasn't sure why. Uh, to long story short, she had had a an anti bullying program at her school, and which I am 100% in favor of. Uh, a lot of them they teach kindness and, and how to be respectful and inclusive of other people, and I'm all about that. Um, what this program also did was that it it talked about it told the kids how well, this is why you have to be uh, kind to your to to others because when you're not, this these are some of the things that kids do to themselves. And they talked about some of these things that kids were doing to themselves, which aren't good. And this little girl was very popular. She was never bullied, but she knew who kids who were um, three of them, in fact. And so she started to put herself in their shoes and imagine them doing these things to themselves. And then she let that move on to wondering, well, what if I ever did these things to myself? And she started seeing herself doing these things to her, to herself. And, um, and it really frightened the daylights out of her. Now, this is something that she created in her mind, which is where it all begins for all of us. Um, but it, it got her, she was scared and, and she brought her parents. That was something really good that she did. She had a great relationship with her mom. She went immediately to her mom, um, but her mom was even more terrified and she called me immediately. And um, after working with this girl, um, I just thought, you know what? Like I said, I'm all in favor of the programs, but I do believe that there is a missing component to these programs. Um, they they tend to focus, they do focus on on kids not learning to become bullies, how to recognize bully behavior uh, when you're a bystander, what to do about it, uh, to report it. Uh, but what I wanted bully spin, how I saw bully spin as being able to fill that void for being that missing component is bully spin puts the focus on the targets of bullying and potential targets of bullying and how to either not be a bully or not, not be a bully bait or be a target anymore or how to not even show up on bully radar. And uh, I see that the key to that is being confident. And so that's why the, the tagline to Bully Spin is confidence can't be bullied. And so that's what uh, Bully Spin is about. It's about helping kids uh, build and strengthen their confidence. And and also mainly is helping adults work with the kids in their lives to help them uh, build their confidence. I mean, as a relationship coach, I see this all the time when people – come to a problem, whatever it is, and what they want is to change the other person. You know, how do I get this other person to behave differently? And that never really works. I mean, you can, there are, there are strategies and tactics for communication that might help or all sorts of little ways to go around working with someone in your life to try and get them to elevate to your expectations. But we're always in our greatest power when we're working on ourselves and then kind of see how everything modulates around us out there when we've done that inner work. And I think what is so inspiring about what you are doing is this thought that confidence can't be bullied, like teaching children, giving them the tools to be empowered in their own lives, no matter how anybody around them 
is behaving. I mean, those are tools that they will learn and take into the rest of their lives and have to use as adults as they move forward. And I think there's so much power and value in that. Yes, that is, that's, that's the added bonus. It's like when oftentimes the the people that I work with are are entering into this work with me and they're in like, and they're in the heat of the moment, like things are happening. But the added bonus is that when you do this work and I, I call it work, it's not like it's, it's not like it's hard, but it is, it's a commitment. It's a commitment to yourself and or your child uh, to make things better. But when you do it now, it's the rewards, you reap the rewards for a lifetime. Um, and, and really another reason why I wanted to do this now is because there's probably not one of us around that hasn't been bullied. And I had one particular instance as an adult uh, that really, it just like I suffered from the effects of it for uh, a really long time before I figured this out. And uh so I was like decades into my life before I figured this out. And so for a, a child to be able to figure this out at a young age, uh, it's just there's no limits to the success they can have in their lives with uh, when, they're, when they feel in control of, of their confidence and they know how to build it. Do you ever get pushback in the heat of the moment? Because I would imagine... For some parents, maybe even more parents than the children themselves, there might be some pushback of, you know, no, like, this isn't my child's fault or my child's responsibility. That other kid needs to change. That that other thing needs to be different. Do you ever get pushback where it's harder for people in, like you said, in that hot moment to want to change the dialogue to a more self oriented, I I almost said self-centered, and I mean that in the best way, but a more self-oriented approach, kind of get out of that victim mode when parents are watching their children suffer with bullying? Oh, sure, I do. And it's in the beginning, more so in the beginning. Um, And I get it. I, I mean, I totally get it because I was where they are. Um, and I know what that feels like. Uh, and, and like I said, I've been bullied as an adult. Um, but I, I can't even say that it was as bad as when one of my kids got bullied. I, I mean, that's, I mean, I, I turn into mama bear. And I think a lot of us do because we, we feel this urge to protect our kids. We can't see them in any kind of, we don't want to see them in any kind of pain. Um, and so, yes, I do. I I get it and and I understand it and that's usually where we begin. That's usually where we begin. Um because there is there is that urge. There's that urge to jump in and, and fix it for them. Um and I've done that. And I have to say it's what's what I call the band aid approach. Cause it did. It it would fix usually I I could be usually be pretty successful at fixing it situation, if I contacted the right person, whether it was the principal or the teacher or the coach or the parent, you know, I'd say, your kid's got to stop. You got to do something with this kid and make it be all about this kid and his or her behavior. And uh, like I said, as long as I contacted the right person, a lot of times something could change. But in that one particular instance, 
Um, and, and then what, what happens is I have to look at the message that I send to my child when I do that. And the message is that in order for you to be happy and enjoy your life, then you need other people to act a certain way. And so that's one message that that sends. And the other message is, and if that doesn't happen, you need somebody to fix it. Come to me and I'll fix it. And it's just not a message that I think is helpful to kids because ultimately, like, yes, we don't want to see the bullying continue. We want to put an end to the bullying. But I, I also want to help my kid grow or any kid. I want, I want to help kids grow. So in order for them to do that, they need to get something out of the experience. They do. And so when I can take a bullying situation and turn it into turn it around into a, a an opportunity to learn, it just makes a huge difference for the kids. Right. And I mean teaching them skills that they can use, I mean, in bullying and others I mean, just in lots of areas of their lives, I think is incredibly important because I mean there's bullying like the kind of bullying that makes the headlines. And then there's what I would call bullying light where people are exerting pressure or, you know, trying to control. I mean, there's all kinds of places in a child's life and an adult's life where these skills really come in clutch. I mean, it's, it's a lifetime sort of approach that sets a child up for a lot more ease in their lives. And I think that having those skills even if you don't think your kid is being bullied, having those skills is probably incredibly useful because a lot of times kids don't come to their parents for that very reason. They don't want their parents to call the teacher or call the coach or call the other parent. Like they're afraid of blowback when their parents get involved. So they don't share with anybody what's going on. And then it escalates behind the scenes. And all of a sudden you're wondering what happened or what's going on when it's been going on for weeks or months or maybe even longer. So I think, you know, just maybe even not waiting until you think your child's being bullied to start teaching these skills would be a gift to any child. Yes, that's that's a really good point. That a lot of times kids are sometimes, even though they're not the ones that have done anything and uh, except be the target there there's like a level of embarrassment like like they're ashamed like they feel like they they're internalizing everything and they make it feel like make themselves feel like there's something wrong with them and they're ashamed to admit that um and i'm not saying that as like there is but they they in their minds there's something wrong with them they don't want other people to know it they don't want us to worry about them so they don't talk about it so right like you said opening up the the discussion about it, it, it even if it's not in relation to them like we can have a, a discussion with our kids about bullying we don't have to look very far in the news these days to see examples of it and so the topic is right there it's in our homes we can we can talk about it and just put it out there and the kids even if they don't even if they don't speak to us, if it kind of turns into a monologue, we can still get, uh, say something here and there on the topic that will help them, uh, that they'll learn from. And, 
just to keep that door open, because I, I just I just think the the lines of communication between parent and child that that's that's a line that we want to keep open anyways. And I think the the key to keeping it open is is not judging them or ever making them feel less than. And so we never want to give that impression uh, to them. But uh, at the same time, uh, talking about difficult topics, uh, we don't want to make it uncomfortable. But sometimes it's there's uh, we can just say a little bit here and there on a difficult subject, and and they'll get what we what they need to get out of it. But uh, that's one topic uh, where we want to talk about it sometimes, and they will benefit. I'm going to give you a shameless plug, and then I want you to talk about it a little bit more at the end. But you have a program, which is a digital program, and my child has taken that program. And I will say that that, in and of itself, like him going through those that program with the modules and the videos and the things that you offer, I am amazed at how often now he brings it up. You know, he's... he's taken the stuff and he's, you know, done the material and it comes up in conversation. I wouldn't say frequently, but often. I mean, it's, he, he now has a vocabulary and a language to talk about these issues that he didn't have before. And I'm amazed at his willingness to bring it up and have conversations and, you know, sort of create, he's, he's able to, to start those conversations in a really proactive way which I think is part of it. Like there is a language about this that when we learn, when we learn how to speak that language and talk about difficult things, kids are much more fluid at difficult conversations than we think they are when we create a space for that to happen. They sure are. And, and how old is your son again, Lisa? He's almost 11. He'll be 11 in, a, I don't know, three weeks. All right. So, yeah, and that's that's fairly young. Um, yes. And he and he's picked it up. And that's awesome because the language is is really important. And it's not like it's a complicated language either. But in yes, in the program, I teach it like right in the beginning, we get into the language of it. And then as we move through the program, we apply it to bullying situations. And Kids will, kids get it. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, before, before I created this language, it's like, you you look at a bullying situation, and you just see it for what it is, one kid being mean to another, to another kid. When you have the language, when, when kids learn about thoughts and feelings and how they affect their, someone's actions, and you look at that, one of the, uh, one of the lessons in the program is one that's called bullies, bystanders, and targets. And in there, there's an image of in a locker in a school and one kid's got another kid braced up against the lockers. And then there's a bunch of kids behind them with their camera phones out. They're taking pictures and they have smiles on their faces. But that picture really does tell a thousand, uh, uh, is it a thousand words? Is that how the saying goes? Because there's so much to be learned from, uh, just a snapshot of what's going on. Like, what do you think is going on inside the head of, of a person, of a, of a bully who's displaying that kind of behavior? What's going on? It's not coming from a happy place inside him. Like there's something going on inside him that's causing that, that behavior. And we can also look at uh, what might be going on inside the mind of, of, 
of a target who's experiencing that, who's, who's on the receiving end of it, and look at what thoughts could be going on in that child's mind. Um, and then we talk about choosing our thoughts deliberately and how they allow us to feel to feel differently. You know, when you're on the receiving end of uh, of bully behavior, I mean, like I said, I, I mentioned how um, sometimes kids are ashamed of it. Um, they're also afraid. <laughs> they feel helpless. They feel hopeless. They're worried about it. They feel sometimes they can feel depressed. They feel alone. They feel left out. I mean, a lot of these emotions, they're real and they're, and they're felt in our bodies. And, but when we talk about them and, in, and encourage kids to take a step back and say, what does that feel like? What does that feel like when somebody treats me that way? And that's what we can do as adults is, is to really to help, you know, before picking up that phone, which is what I used to do, which really wasn't helpful, my, my old Band-Aid approach. Um, instead of doing that, it's like to breathe because, like I said, I'm going to go right into mama bear mode when my child comes home and tells me that somebody's being mean to him. But to breathe, take a step back, look at the, uh, it, really listen to what our, our kid is saying to us. And and hopefully identify what uh, what emotions they might be feeling, and then talk about it because that's what we know is that they've got some thoughts going on in their minds that are causing them to feel the way that they're feeling, and that's something that that I talk about. And this is where I might get some pushback. Uh, forget might I do I get pushback, and I used to do it too when I first heard it. But nobody can cause me to feel ashamed or helpless or hopeless. I'm, I'm doing that myself based on what I think about what's going on in the moment. So when I can take back that power for how I'm feeling and, and use it to choose my own thoughts, that's, that's what's going to help me move forward. That's what's going to help any child move forward, not, not be bothered, not internalize the behavior that they're on the receiving end of. And that's key. That's really key. That's how we can positively affect the, the kids who are experiencing bully behavior. Well, and I mean, I think about adults, right? Like that mm-hmm. concept of choosing your own thoughts, that you can curate your own thoughts on any given subject, that we have more control over our thoughts than we like to admit that we do. That's hard for an adult to grasp. And as a mm-hmm. coach, so, I mean, adults that I work with, are still often just learning that concept. Like they're learning that they can control their thoughts, that they have more power over their thoughts than they thought they did. And I think children are really able to pick up that tool and run with it much more easily. Like they're less programmed to, and you know, that old way of thinking that we're victims to our thoughts. So I mean, children, when you hand them a tool like this, they can get in the game and run with it right away. It's not nearly as difficult for them to be adaptable that way. For sure, because they haven't been thinking for as many years as we have that they can't do it, (laughs) that they don't have the power to do it. Um, And so, yeah, that's right. That's exactly that's exactly right. what we're going for here. You know, the other day I was, uh, I was watching a video online. Um, there was some, like you said, it's uh, national bullying prevention. Month, and there were, uh, there, there was something going on a program, uh, an anti-bullying program at a school. And so they were interviewing some kids 
And this kid was probably 10, 11 years old. And he said, yeah, even right before this bullying program, a couple hours ago, I at school, he said, some kid bullied me. He came up to me and he said, yeah, yeah, you're going to go give him his money over there. You're going to go pay for his lunch. And I just looked at him and I go, yeah, okay, right. And, and, and this kid had a smile on his face when he said it. And he was obviously not bothered one bit or intimidated at all. And I looked at this kid and I'm like, yeah, he gets it. He gets it. He was not intimidated. He brushed it off. And that's, that's what the whole idea of this is, is for, and that was just like a very simple, uh, a very simple example, but that's what it is, regardless of what it is that's happening when somebody, whatever, there's so many different scenarios that we see uh, of, of bullying taking place. Uh, so if, whether we're, somebody's being excluded or they're being mocked, uh, and I know a lot of this has taken place online, uh, what they call cyberbullying, um, but when something putting, is put up there uh, that's potentially harmful to look at it and say, yeah, well, that's more about him than it is about me, and I'm not going to be upset by it. Um, that's what this is about, and not not allowing our our mindset to change how we think about ourselves, how the child thinks about him or herself uh, when uh, when a bully says or does something. Well, and I think that's challenging, right? That's more about him than it is about me, but it is so true. I mean, it is it is sort of the nut of everything. And, I mean, I think that even as an adult at times where I've been bullied, like, it is so much less painful. The experience of being bullied is so much less painful when I can step back and just say that to myself. That's about, that's way more about this person that is behaving that way and doing this thing than it is about me in any way. It's like it sort of, like, lets the steam valve up and you can kind of let all of that, angst and anxiety sort of just dissipate in the knowingness that bullies will bully no matter what. I mean, it's, you're just maybe in their, in their sights for the moment, but it's, it is their stuff. It's not personal. Mm -hmm. You're so, it's so true. They will, they will find someone to bully. I, I, I experienced that when there was a, as an, as an adult, I, I experienced uh, someone I knew bullying somebody else that I knew and even asking me, inviting me to, to be a part of it, and which, of course, I had no interest in doing. But once the person who was being bullied left this group, he, the bully was looking for somebody else to bully. And I became, I became one of them. And so uh, I, I became next. Let's just put it that way. Um, and that's just what would what happens. Um, and, and that kind of explains a lot about like what I say about uh, I mentioned earlier, the uh, lesson on bullies, bystanders and targets. And in this particular image, how uh, a lot of the bystanders there, they've all got smiles on them on their faces. And the way I see it, they're not happy. They're not necessarily in agreement with what the bully's doing, but they know that 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 kid there who's being bullied, he's actually the buffer between the bully and the bystanders. Because if not mm -hmm. for that target, I, the bystander, could be that target or I could be the next target. 
So the way to quote unquote prevent that from happening is just for me to give that bully the impression that oh, I like what he's doing. I agree with what he's doing. I'm entertained by what he's doing. I'll just keep a smile on my face and pretend um, even when that's not the case. And that's all, that's all fear driven. That is all fear driven. Um, but mm-hmm. that's, that's what happens. I've just seen it. Once I finally figured out, I have seen it happen. I've seen it play out in so many different cases. Well, I mean, I saw it play out in my life as an adult fairly recently where I was involved with a project where I was being bullied and I removed myself from that project. I quit and walked away because I thought it would diffuse the behavior. It did not. When I wasn't there, that particular person moved on to the next target Mm -hmm. that was still involved in the project and the next target after that and the next target after that. And Mm -hmm. so, I mean, I have wished that I had dealt with that situation differently and for a number of reasons, but for one reason in particular, which was I'm not particularly pleased with what I modeled for my child, which I think is another piece of this. Like as we learn these tools that you're offering and, you know, the thought management tools and the confidence tools, as we're teaching them to our children, we're also kind of able to absorb them and put them into practice in our own lives. And our kids learn from what we do, not from what we say. And it gives us an opportunity as parents and adults to stand up differently in our own lives and model the kinds of behaviors that we hope our children will be able to master. So true. So true. And and you know what? We've all as parents, we've all been where you are, Lisa. We've all looking back. There's also, there's definitely things that I could have done too, that would have modeled behavior. I, uh, I wish uh, a little differently. Uh, for my kids to see, but you know what? <laughs> they're when we change it moving forward, they catch on. They do catch on, and they and they see it. And um, just a big believer, and we do the best that we can uh, at any given time. And so, but now that we have these tools, uh, we can we can demonstrate what it is, and we can talk about it to the kids. We can show them because that's the, that's one of the things that I try to get parents to do too, is what, as they're stepping up and they're understanding this and they're doing things differently, their kids are seeing it, but they're also talking to their kids about it. And in this, and now I'm talking about in their own lives, the, in the adults, in their own lives, not even referring to the kids and whatever problems their kids might be having with bullies, because you know, we all have, if you Look at your own life. You can kind of see people who maybe intimidate you and, and you act you act differently around them because you're afraid of how they might experience, how they might, what they might say or do uh, as a result of what, uh, of what you have to say or do. And sometimes we stifle ourselves because we're afraid of that, because we're afraid of somebody trying to dominate us. Um, but when you, when you feel the confidence to, to be who you are and like, whether somebody else agrees with you or not, and you can say it and do it and feel good about it. And, and I'm not saying in a disrespectful way, I'm saying in a respectful way, because we, I, I give that right to everybody else too. And it's on, and it's on me, how I, how I understand uh, their behavior. Um, I mean, that's a, that's just a, a good way to be. It's a healthier way to be. It's, it promotes forward movement rather than that feeling of stuck where we often get when there's a bully situation going on. It's like, what do I do? I don't, I don't have any options. Oh yes, you have options. (laughs) 
Yeah. So if we're dealing with a parent who's in the red hot moment, um, and I'm going to say go to Lisa's website, and she's going to give her address at the end and, you know, get that program. But, but, you know, before that, like that red hot moment, what is the thing that a parent should say should help their child understand? Like what is a first step for helping your child dig out of that ditch? Well, the first step uh, that I learned from uh, my own daughter, my youngest, um, was I want to I want to listen. I don't I don't want to speak. I don't want to jump into mama bear protective mode. I want to speak like she said to me once uh, when she had something to say and then I quickly tried to fix it. She said, "Mom, stop. Just stop. I just want you to listen." So, that's the first thing that I always try to do is just to listen, to let them speak. And then to listen specifically for what they might be feeling. Like if you can put if you can put a name to an emotion that they might be experiencing, and then kind of just like suggest that they want to talk about it in a very calm manner, and try not to show, try not to be, try not to be upset by the fact that your child is being bullied, because we're not we're not looking for uh, we're not looking to do anything against a bully. We're not looking for punishment here. We're not looking to change a bully's behavior. We're looking out for our own kid. So it's like in order to, to help our own kid, what we want to do is we want to remain calm. We want to be able to talk to them. We want to look at moving forward. How can I best help my child before uh, move forward? And I want to resist that urge to fix anything. Rather than fix anything, what I, what I suggest doing is to become your child's coach, to, to express your, your faith in them and your belief in them. And they, they have all the tools that they need they can totally do it. It's a matter of us helping them create the, the confident mindset so that they can use those tools. That's the big, that's the key. So the more we can express our confidence in them, they'll pick up on it. I mean, to, to really have it be sincere, like, I know you've got this. Like, you've definitely got. So when we can help them, too, once, once we've kind of helped identify some of the emotions they might be feeling, and even if they're not saying it, I might say, you know, I've been in your shoes. I've I've, I've been there, and, and I mean, I I know I remember feeling, whatever it is. I remember feeling helpless. It, if does does that sound like something you might be feeling? Do you feel like you don't have any options right now? Because I know I've felt that. But oh, whew, you really do have some options, and one of them is to not let this affect you. And so to talk about how your like these emotions that you're feeling that those are caused by how you're you're thinking, and so like what what do you think I, you might be thinking about what happened? Like let's talk about it. And 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 you you were just talking about it. So these are some of the thoughts you you said. But like maybe some of those thoughts are actually what's causing you to feel this way. What if you instead of those thoughts, what if you thought about what happened? this way how do you think you'd feel if if you have those thoughts and then see what the child says and and continue with that discussion not forcefully but just kind of just like listening to them kind of letting them lead the way but you kind of know where you're going with this 
So, and, and continually pointing out that it's the thoughts that are causing the emotions. And also pointing out that, but, but this is about them. You want to help them move forward. Um, but something that you might want to throw in there too is that anybody that's, who's going to use behavior against your child that's trying to hurt them, that that kind of behavior isn't coming from a, a feeling, a good, feel good place inside them. So, not that you want to point the finger or anything or really talk about or slam a bully, but just help them understand that that behavior belongs to the bully, that it's, it's not your child's behavior. It's not, it's not his problem unless, unless of course he chooses to make it his problem by feeling emotions that don't feel good. Right. And thinking thoughts that drive those feelings. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we've got three minutes left. Tell me about how people can find you a little bit about your program in this last three minutes. Okay. Well, the, the program can be found on my website, bullyspin.com, and there's a, a program, I think it's slash program. Um, but the program itself, there are some videos for the kids. There's 12 lessons. Um, the videos are between five and 10 minutes long each. Um, there is a student workbook that goes along with it because at the end of each video, there's uh, some deep dive exercises where the kids are encouraged to look at the uh, material from that particular lesson and apply it moving forward, apply it to their own life. Um, so there's the, the videos, there's the student work, workbook, there's also a parent introductory video, which is probably just five minutes long to, to let you know what's going on. And then also a, a parent guide just to give you a, a heads up on what your child will be covering in each one of the lessons. So it's really a, a, it's a complete package. I like to consider it that way because um, like we've been saying, this isn't, this isn't just about the kids. I mean, the kids are often ones who are experiencing the issues with the bullying but parents really can, there's a lot that a parent can do to help a child deal with this. In fact, it really begins with us. We can have a huge impact on the kids. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, confidence can't be bullied. And that is a beautiful thing, and it might make some people feel uncomfortable, but it is certainly a more empowered platform for a parent and a child to stand on. So, I just want to say again, um, bullyspin.com, one word. And I can't recommend this program enough. So thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. This has been a great conversation. I appreciate it. All right. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And (laughs) tune back again for our next episode. My heart skips skipping the beach and I'm close enough so that space between you and me, let's lose it. The way you're dancing, swaying to the music, girl, that body and how you move it. Every time you cross my mind, girl, I lose it. Alexa, play the Country Heat playlist. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer All the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me
Confrontation ain't nothing new to me. You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue, but you can't bring the truth to me. Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.